This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Invested. I'm Danielle Town. Quick little vignette with Nuno today because we're going to get into the how to use AI for investing next week. But I wanted to grab him because to me, his learning, machine learning and AI and essentially teaching it to himself is really analogous to our practice of investing and our ongoing either self-taught or taught through this podcast or taught through books or however any of us are learning we're all doing it on the side on the weekends in the evenings when we're tired which is exactly what Nuno did with AI and I find it impressive that every single one of us has done that so Nuno first of all welcome back thank you thanks for having me and we're passing the microphone back and forth between us in my tiny little recording office here uh, so quickly, tell me um, about what made you decide to spend those nights and weekends and free time learning this whole new project. Um, okay, so so for me, there were two factors um, influencing, influencing that decision. So one was an affinity. I, I, I did have an affinity with a topic. Uh, my background not being that of a computer scientist, I'm an economist by training, uh, but I had all that foundational knowledge of econometrics and statistics. Uh, I even taught statistics uh, for a while at, at university that um, I I was just interested in. And, and, and it did provide me that um, the affinity. Second was there was a business rationale for me to do it uh, in that... Uh, I'm helping my client as a management consultant. Uh, I'm helping my clients with, you know, high-level strategic questions. And I always, um, whereas I've always used statistics in helping uh, myself answering those, uh, I thought I could do more, more with data, uh, more with advanced techniques like like machine learning. And that's why, uh, for me, it became an investment, you know, a worthwhile undertaking. What about personally, though? Like, I imagine there were probably multiple ways that you could have improved your offering to clients. Why this? Were you just interested? Like, what grabbed you about it? Yeah, it felt like um, because I'd have that, as I mentioned, that that you know statistical uh, knowledge uh, foundation. It felt this was just like an adjacent topic, it's like a natural evolution of uh, me improving that 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 part of my my skill set um so yeah i was just i was just interested i'm i'm naturally a, a quantitative uh, person and it, i just had an interest in a topic that's it okay so now i want to know details what did you do so you had the thought oh i really should i think it'd be cool i'll spend a little time outside of work i'll learn this new thing 
what did you do? Well, l- l- let me break down that process onto kind of three steps. Uh, so let's say you know, step one was really about understanding the different types the, of algorithms uh, that are out there, um, their particular strengths and weaknesses when it comes to addressing specific you know, business problems, just understanding the mechanics, understanding how, how these things work. And it, again, fundamentally was just stepping up that, uh, that statistical knowledge. Uh, I, I I mentioned earlier. Um, second, and this I did, you know, from textbooks. I I, I read textbooks. I uh, I um, I used online resources. Uh, there's just a variety of of sources um, that that can be used for the for that 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 purpose. Some a bit more technical, some a bit less technical. But you know, it's it, I suppose it's for everyone to kind of calibrate a little bit their their uh you know the, the content they search um to their 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 own ability uh and 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 liking um second step um was really about the coding aspect of it so having understood how these algorithms actually operate and and um and get trained and, and learn was really about you know giving myself the ability to code them uh, so I've, I've I use R. It's an open source, you know, um, uh, statistical language kind of platform. I had already had some exposure to it in the past. Uh, certainly in, in uh, academia, some 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 projects I've I've done, or I've used it, but I I, w- I wouldn't say I was a proficient coder at all. So there was a fair bit of learning um, to be to be acquired there. Uh, and once again, similar sources. I would say though that as far as coding goes. Uh, the um, online sources are incredibly powerful because there are so many online forums uh, of computer scientists and 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 you know uh, layman people like like myself um, that um, where basically you know people post questions post specific you know coding problems they've they faced. And they get you know a multitude of answers, including code itself. So often, or you know, frequently, actually, would happen that no, I have a coding problem I cannot really uh, don't seem to be able to solve myself. I go online, I search it, I find the answer, and I literally copy the code onto my R uh, uh, solution, and and that's it. It's 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 done. It's solved. Um, so that was step two. It was really the the coding aspect, just again equipping myself. Uh, with the knowledge to implement those those algorithms that I had understood in in step one, and then step three was really uh, let's call it a bit of an R and D phase. In that, uh, in the context of my projects, I had access to data, a lot of data, um, as I mentioned, uh, or maybe don't have mentioned, but though I felt projects were approached in a not in a quant enough uh, way. There's still a lot of quantitative work done, uh, you know, to uh, to size different options and 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 help clients with with a decision. So, um, so I had access to the data. Uh, I now knew how to you know code some you know th- these algorithms. So I started experimenting really, uh, and uh, and basically actually creating usable algorithms, but you know for R and D purpose. It was more me, you know, not just in practical terms, teaching me, uh, t- teaching myself how, how to do it. it was also about proving that I could actually generate 
relevant insights through the use of of these of these algorithms. And uh, I guess I, I haven't really mentioned a step four, but you know, once all these three steps were were kind of uh, completed, and by the way, they're never completed. You're always learning, always trying out. Uh, new new algorithms and always you know doing your your R and D on 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 those, um, and um, I'm over here nodding like a madman. Uh, women never completed, never completed. No, it, it isn't. There's uh, there, there's always an additional kind of research project going on. I don't mean about you. I mean about like the learning process. It just is. It's never completed, right? Even for experts, always new stuff. Yeah, and and for me in particular, and this is very personal, obviously, but th- there's part of the enjoyment of doing these things because I am learning something new, and I'm naturally curious. And and the more complex the problem is, the more I obsessed I get into into solving it. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's an ongoing process for sure. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. What? I ask everybody this and... uh... I'm sorry, but you get you get many husband privileges, but this one I'm still going to ask you. What was the worst part of learning? What was a part where you you thought I'm just going to throw in the towel? I don't want to do this anymore. It's too hard. What was uh, what was your mega pain point in learning? Um, I kind of need to think back to to answer that. I I don't think there was a throw in the towel moment um, for me. There were definitely instances where the sources had to be adjusted in light of the work at hand. What, what I mean by this is it has happened a few times that the business problem I was trying to solve through the use of machine learning was was overly complex. And as such, it did require me to not just you know take algorithms as, as they are uh, or, or as they exist, but actually to to change them, uh, change the way they learn, change the way uh, the mechanics of these algorithms actually actually operate, and that is um, that's uh, that's a little bit harder to do uh, because it it really kind of borders a lot with with academia. Uh, so 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 when I mentioned that my sources even changed, it was, it, at times I had to go and read academic papers to um, uh, just become a bit more. Uh, more informed uh, about you know the details of of, of 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 some of these algorithms, so that I could actually change them and adapt them uh, to suit my uh, my uh, my business problem. So, and though that's painful, uh, I don't know if you ever read uh, you know <laughs> academic research papers. It's uh, it's painful. Uh, they're dense. Um, so yeah, but again, throwing in the towel was never really an option for me. What I thought you were going to say about the hardest part was realizing that you had to learn to code. You had to learn R. Because I remember you getting pretty mad at not being able to complete the work that you were doing without knowing the coding. And that that was going to be a whole project in itself. Um, And I was really impressed that you went and did that. 
yeah so from from that perspective yes i i don't code because i necessarily enjoy doing it and I'm, I'm not, i don't even, i don't even think i'm particularly good at it i mean certainly you know somebody who's been trained is you know way better um but um so yeah it's not the enjoyment of code i i do enjoy the results i enjoy you know generating the insights and and again there's a bit of a a discovery element when you work a lot with data and you're trying to extract insights from data through the use of machine learning um, there's 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 some uncertainty as to what you will find out. Again, I'm generalizing here, but and um, so I enjoy the uh, the uncertainty, and I enjoy you know what is that I can uncover right through th- through the use of data and and machine learning. Um, but the process to get there, meaning the coding bit that is in between, yeah, that's you know it's not my forte, and it's certainly not my you know cup of <laughs> what pushed you through that what made you say you know what this is worth it what did you have on the other side that made you keep at it well as i said it, it was a means to an end and and the end is where i was really you know going after uh the end being here's a business question is how i translate that onto an AI problem. Now, yes, there's the coding bit in between, but no, let me let me then, you know, make use of data and machine learning and uh, and answer that question. That's it. Is it fun? I find it fun. Uh it doesn't mean others will, um but yeah, for me definitely definitely fun. But again, as as I mentioned uh, at the very beginning, I've always had that strong affinity with statistics, and and again, machine learning is um, is adjacent to that. So, so I've always had uh, the appetite for it. So I might be uh, biased in my in my <laughs> liking of of machine learning. Well, of course you're biased. I think that that joy and that fun of discovery that you've mentioned is what I feel the same with investing, right? And I think that 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 feeling and knowing that that feeling is out there, that when you find something wonderful, all the little bits that maybe aren't your favorite thing are totally worth it. Because without them, you can't get to that that beautiful discovery and accomplishment. Yeah, and I think another interesting aspect to it is that it's um it's been driven by the result not by the process of getting to that result. Uh, and that alleviates, you know, wh- whichever pain. I, I think the opposite, as in being driven by the process, but not necessarily by the result, you know, probably leads to uh, less than optimal uh, uses of your time at the end of the day. You are not driven by the process. Do you enjoy the process? I don't mind it. But again, as I said, I'm driven by generating those insights, the results. That's what really, really drives me. And then the process is of you know reaching those is just just a means to an end. That's it. Obviously, I'm fascinated because, as you very well know, for me with investing, my whole way into investing is process driven. The daily enjoyment of finding interesting stuff and chasing them down and and the result is a lovely byproduct of that. And 
from experiencing you from the outside, I would say that that's also true for you because you love solving problems, the process of it, the hard work of it. I mean, you just woke up this morning not being able to sleep because you were thinking about a problem all night and you needed to go put it down first thing in the morning. So I'm very curious about this feeling of, uh, of being much more results driven. Well, I, I think it's a semantics uh, problem uh, we're having here because I think what you call process, I actually call uh, a result. So when you find interesting insights about a company, that for me is a, a result, right? That, that's that's what kind of sparks your uh, y- your interest right there. Um, the process is all the work you need to put into reading through paper. So that's what I mean by process. And that's the least enjoyable uh, bit. Now, from what you described and from what I've seen you do, there's there's some mechanical aspects to that process sometimes. Those are the bits that kind of repeat themselves over and over again. That bit, as far as, you know, an attribute of a process is probably not 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 the greatest. That said, there can still be enjoyment in a process when uh, when there's learning involved, right? So let's say, it's coming back to machine learning, but let's say that I'm I'm now you know using an algorithm that I haven't really used before, uh, or at least I haven't used it in you know in a, in a real you know project engagement, um, and there's always you know a, a learning that 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 is associated with, in this case, using a new algorithm. So so the process then becomes or part of the process, there's that learning step there, which is part of the process, which does make it, at least for me, again, it, it makes it a bit more enjoyable. But again, those mechanical aspects of, you know, that repeat themselves uh, in any given process, those are, you know, slightly less less enjoyable. Again, personal uh, 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 preference. I'm really glad we're talking about this because I have always made a huge distinction between process and result. And actually, I think it's such a beautiful point you're making that maybe they're not so separate. Within the process is the result, the thousand little tiny results of interesting stuff that come out. And then there's more process and then there's more results. And then there maybe there's a big result at some point And that's totally the best and the reason you do it, right? But then also like you have to like the process well enough. I don't know. Um, I'm going to stop making such a big distinction between those things. There's so much investing practice to be had from conversations about things totally separate from investing practice. Thank you so much, Nuno, for coming back. Uh, A couple housekeeping things, you guys. One, if you want to send questions in, as always, send them to questions at investedpodcast.com. I'm sure you guys have excellent ones on this topic. If you want to reach Nuno, I forgot to mention last week how to find him. He's on LinkedIn. That's the best way to find him. LinkedIn, Nuno Nevis Cordero, and we should have a link to that in our show notes. Thanks again, Nuno. And we'll be back next week with him. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Hi, guys. Thanks for listening to Invested. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more information or to listen to additional episodes, visit our website at investedpodcast.com and sign up for my virtual workshop right there. Spots are definitely limited for this event. I'm not kidding. They really are. They sell out very quickly. So everything discussed on this podcast, by the way, is either my opinion or it's Danielle's opinion. 
and really important, it's not to be taken as investing advice because I am not your financial advisor, nor have I considered your personal situation as your fiduciary. So remember that. You're on your own here. This podcast is for your entertainment and education only, and I really hope you enjoyed it.